you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. All right, your NFL championship weekend is set. Here's what you're looking at. 49ers will take on the top-seeded Eagles in Philadelphia next Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox. And then it's an AFC championship rematch. Bengals-Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. Andy Reid coaching his way to his 10th conference championship appearance. Five with the Eagles. This will be his fifth with the Chiefs. That game, 6.30 p.m. on CBS on Sunday. Can I, can I say something? We have three of the four teams that reached the championship games last year returning. The cream rose to the top. We really did. We talk about you know, parody, all stuff. The Rams, they're home. They had an injured season. But the Chiefs, the Bengals... And, of course, the 49ers are all going back. Awesome. And there's something to say about these teams awesome. that True. just have consistency and great performance. Consistency is king. This is Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's a Monday after the divisional round. Really awesome to watch. That was Peter Schrager making that awesome connection Sorry. to last year. <laughs> Jason McCourty. It's, I still got to do the Jump business, in. though. Yes. Uh, consistency is key. Sean O'Hara is, like, our most consistent fill-in. Mm. And Kyle Brandt's here. We appreciate that because Kyle Brandt finds himself... Still in Buffalo. He's at the facility. Kyle says players will be arriving soon to sadly clean out their lockers. Yep. Now he has two cups of coffee. Oh, God, what's happening? Double fisting the Tim Hortons. I have a long drive ahead of me. I didn't tell you guys on the drive here from New York, seven and a half hours, I got a speeding ticket in a town called Colchester, New York, an unincorporated community in Delaware County. I'll probably forget to reply to the summons, which means there'll be like a bench warrant out for me in Colchester, New York. So if I have to miss some shows next month, you'll know why. It's been a hell of a trip here to Western New York, guys. Uh, all right, we've got ourselves quite a quartet of quarterbacks for championship weekend. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, and Jalen Hurts. Which 
quarterback had you tipping your cap to them after an impressive win for their team this weekend, Jay? I have to say, in August, was on this show, and I said, I don't know what the Bengals are going to be this year. They're going from last year being the hunter to now they're going to be hunting. I said they were going to have a little bit of a letdown season, and early on, it looked like that for them. Struggles at the offensive line, Burrow getting sacked, and then they just turned everything around and have gone on a winning streak that led them in a divisional round yesterday, and Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, was unbelievable. Kyle showed earlier in the show of him throwing a pass in pregame and then turning away with a spin move, and he came out yesterday, the first two drives, nine of nine, two touchdowns, and 105 yards through the air, and it was just impressive the way the Bengals controlled this game, and they looked like the team that was used to playing these conditions in Buffalo. They ran the ball well with Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow took what the defense gave him. It wasn't these long passes down the sideline to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. It was him in zone, dumping the ball down, finding a Jamar Chase wide open on a little bit of a scramble play. He took everything they gave him and made play after play in that game. And there was never a point in that game where you doubted that the Bengals were going to win. Joe Cool was as smooth as ever and got went out there and got the job. Let me ask you, because Joe Cool is Joe Montana's nickname. Is it sacrilegious to put him – Like, is that crazy to put him in that conversation? I know, obviously, not career-wise, but at this point in his career, he's done everything he possibly can. Well, let's think about it. We talk about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen as the top of the top – when it comes to not only the AFC, but quarterback play. Has Joe Burrow lost to these guys? No. So we have to put him in those types of conversations because he's been unbelievable, especially once the playoffs come. Yeah, Joe Burrow, look, he already owns Patrick Mahomes right now, head-to-head when you look at their comparison. Now he's doing it to Josh Allen. I mean, this guy, we can call him Joe Cool. You can call him Joe Exotic. Right now he is the king. And I think when you look at what he's doing for this whole offense, this game was phenomenal right out of the gate. The first drive, they marched right down the field. Authoritative. First play to Jamar Chase. I'm going to get my guy involved right away. All right? Hayden Hurst, boom, there you go. How about the touchdown throw to Jamar Chase? Joe Burrow actually stepped up in the pocket and started to run, and that's what opened up Jamar Chase as he broke off his route in the middle of the field. Think about this. Joe Burrow, you're seeing him run with all right here, 31 yards rushing. He outrushed Josh Allen hmm. in Josh hmm. Allen's home turf. He outrushed turf. Devin Singletary. Nobody would have thought that. Like, Joe Burrow, as much as we're giving him credit for how well he throws the football, how accurate it is distributing the ball, he did it with his legs, too. He took a couple big hits, but he bounced back. I, I think Joe Burrow, what he his confidence exudes to everybody, not mm. just the offense. I think the defense feels it, too. And when you just kind of look at the way he handles things, I like it. He's not really talkative, but he's quick and to the point. He's very precise, both with his words and with the way he handles the football. Who was the best quarterback this weekend? I'll give you Joe Burrow as the best quarterback mm-hmm. this weekend. Who had, had the most impressive divisional round? Can we take a second to talk about what Mahomes just did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mahomes, uh, Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. This is serious. He couldn't walk. He goes to the locker room, and you're curious if he's going to come back or not. And he just refused to not come back. Now, this isn't a head injury, so you say, well, maybe that's not safe. And He was not letting this game be quarterbacked by Chad Henney when they needed him most here down the stretch, and he willed his team to victory. Mahomes is basically playing one leg. You, you cannot be mobile Mahomes. You have to be pocket Mahomes. And yet was able to find Kelsey, was able to inspire his teammates, and I still think there's there's heroism, like in yeah. the NFL, playing hurt. I, I think there is still a place for that. And in a conversation that we have all the time is whether this guy should go, whether he shouldn't go, he's questionable, he's not questionable. Mahomes shouldn't have gone. Mahomes in any, you know, every situation you look at that objectively, you're like, 
that is a very hurt ankle. It's not safe for you to go out there. You can only damage it more, and he refused to come out of the game. So I commend the quarterback, of course, the coaches for letting him go back out there, the training staff for being like, okay, hey, Patrick's going to go and do this. We're going to work out like heck this week to kind of get it back. But Burrow was the better quarterback overall to me. Mahomes had the more impressive performance because he came back on one leg and found a way to will his team to victory. Yeah, everybody's doing the gritty right now. That was a different kind. It was. Yeah, you know, he was actually hurt trying to do the gritty. No, he didn't try. Kyle, who do you think was most impressive at the quarterback spot this weekend? Well, I'll tell you what, in this offseason when we do 17,000 segments about who are the best quarterbacks in the league and we rank them and we re-rank them and Mahomes is always going to be there, where are we putting Burrow? Where are we putting Allen? How about this one? Where are we putting Jalen Hurts? Where's he come in? Because I'll tell you what, he had a hell of a weekend too. Understated. You know why it was so understated? Because they were kicking the hell out of the Giants and he didn't have to do much. And his offensive line completely dominated the game. They run for 268. Hurts just kind of got in there, got a sweat, made a few throws, took a few hits, crushed a rival at home in a massive playoff game, the biggest NFL game he's ever played in. And I also have to tip the hat to Nick Sirianni for giving us the content gift of being able to make Jordan comparisons all week. If you didn't see it, Sirianni said it was like having Michael Jordan out there in terms of his leadership and his presence. I don't know where we land on that. Does that make Fred Warner the Joe Dumars, who legitimately gave Jordan problems? And does that make Nick Bosa the Gerald Wilkins, who also has a famous brother like Gerald did? Like This this all works all week. All I know is that showing up and getting your first playoff win and barely breaking a sweat against a team that was going to be this team of destiny, just ask Peter and all the friends on his phone, it was pretty impressive at Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing with Nick Sirianni, though, Kyle, I think you got it wrong. It's not just this week. Like, we can be making yeah. Jordan comparisons all off season, both for good, yeah. and we can also spin it in a not-good way. So, again, Coach, thank you very much. Uh, Peter, you started the show talking about Brock Purdy and the play that he had to make in mm -hmm. the third quarter, and that George Kittle catch was yeah. fantastic. I went a little bit earlier in the game, and it was the final series before the half where mm -hmm. I watched Brock Purdy Peter, see, it's funny. You make this noise, and I wasn't bothered by Okay, first of all, let's just talk about this throw right. to Juwan Jennings on the run. Puts them further down the field. All right, they're moving. I, I thought in stride, because Purdy actually gets hit on his right side, on his throwing side. After he completes this throw, someone comes in, makes contact with him, follows through, finds Juwan Jennings in stride. That thing was beautiful. All right, two passing completions later. Clock is ticking down. Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart nailed it. You know, you got to get the clock down. You can't allow the Cowboys yeah. to come back. On a return. Oh, so close. Almost, okay, okay. I don't, you guys, everyone was like, well, Greg Olson was like, oh, God, he almost had a young man's mistake there. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. I think he crossed that ball out of line with one second left because, like, I'm Brock Purdy. I am Brock Purdy. I'm going to put some of his throws are unbelievable, but I thought – that Jawan Jennings throw in stride was one of the most beautiful pass and catch combinations that I have seen in the postseason this year. And then to have the wherewithal to put the ball out of bounds and put this team in a spot to not only have your kicker then get iced by a Cowboys timeout right before the half, nail it, go up at the half, was a matured quarterback. I, I, I know there was stress about the one second thing, but I think he knew what he was doing. The rule is it doesn't <laughs> stop until the ball hits the ground out of bounds. So there was like, uh, <laughs> and it, it, literally, it literally was like 0.1 second. <laughs> And then they got Robbie Gold out there, but he did it. He yeah. got it done, and he left yeah. no time for anything else to happen. It was almost like he was playing with fire, and yep. 
It worked out. In the great scene of like Shanahan, come over to Shanahan and Shanahan, <laughs> uh, and he just shrugged his shoulders and kept walking. He's like, I got yeah. you there, coach. What Hardy else still do you hasn't made me? a big mistake. He, he has hasn't. not. He has not. They're waiting for it. It wouldn't be a Monday on Good Morning Football with, uh, without some Nate Burles. Let me tell you something, Nate. As we bring you up here, you were on TV yesterday. I would like to think you and I have had great on-air moments as sidekicks and partners over the years. Your no-look handshake yeah. and dap with Matt Ryan has gone viral. It was one of the coolest things. No-look, handshake, this, that. Yeah. And then Boomer and him are like, hello, sir. It was oh, like out of a Key and Peele sp uh, skit, and I absolutely <laughs> appreciate it, Nate. You were on it, my friend, and it was fantastic. Uh, great job yesterday, as always. Let's start with the AFC. We've got Burrow and Mahomes, the sequel for the AFC Championship game. Uh, you guys were there last year. Remember the Applebee's song blaring in the background while you're trying to talk? What are you most yeah, excited for in this rematch? Oh, man, Still you're talking about that pill skit where he's like, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, what's up? My brother, my man. All right. <laughs> that, that, that's hilarious. Hey, but uh, speaking of a game, yeah, this one is, is not going to be a joke. This is going to be a good one. And here's the thing. People are saying that the Bengals, they might have the Chiefs number as good as as the Chiefs have been. You are looking at a team that can care less about X's and O's, can care less about who's favored. I listened to Zach Taylor after the game. He said, we don't care who's favored. We don't care if we are or if they are. We go out to play football and we do it our way. And the fact that Joe Burrow went out there and has proven to be an elite quarterback in all of the pressure moments what can we say about this guy that hasn't been said? I believe he had a quote, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, basically, as long as I'm around, we have a chance to win a championship. And I just like that attitude. They went out there with all of the issues on the offensive line. And shout out to Frank Pollock, the offensive line coach. He went out there and made sure that even though they had new faces in new places, the line depleted, beat up. You had a guy starting at left tackle for the first time in his career. Not only did they protect Joe Burrow, they made room for Joe Mixon to run through those holes. Uh, I just feel like this is going to be a good game for more reasons than one. Forget about the X's and O's. This is two teams that know each other very well. The scene of the crime last year where the Bengals pretty much upset the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll see if they can do that again. Yeah, Nate, uh, Joe Burrow was asked about winning in the postseason in his career. Like, what's your window? And he goes, the window is my whole career. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, moving on. Let's look back at Saturday night. Eagles just straight up dominated yeah. the Giants. They proved their status mm -hmm. as the top seed in the NFC. Why do you think the Eagles have now repositioned themselves as the best team left in the playoffs, if that is an argument you can make? Because they don't have any weaknesses. I know that's a wild thing to say when we're talking football because it seems like everybody has flaws at this point in the season. Not necessarily. They have a great quarterback that can throw the ball, and they know exactly what they want to do. Big shots downfield, and then be meticulous when you hit the underneath routes. A QB that's athletic, so as soon as the pocket breaks down, he can get outside of it with his legs. You have wide receivers, tight ends, and a running back that can back you up. On the defense side of the ball, they can make quarterbacks uncomfortable in the opportunistic backside with DBs that want to get interceptions. And they got a coach, a coach that runs hot. And I like that because they are a reflection of their head coach. So that's why these guys have been dominant in the, in the regular season and now dominant in the post because they are strong all the way around. Now, the Buffalo Bills was a lot of people's Super Bowl favorite. They came up short. Our guy, Kyle Brandt, was at the game trying to fire up the crowd, taking a bite of a chicken wing. <laughs> what do you think went wrong in Buffalo? I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to put my finger on it. You know, because at, at one point I was expecting Josh Allen to do Josh Allen things, right? Take over the game, big fella. But you know what? Snow, cold weather, it's the great equalizer. 
All of a sudden, these guys that were superheroes couldn't necessarily be that. You know, Stefan Diggs, who's one of the best route runners, couldn't run the same type of routes. I'm not saying he wasn't getting open. Josh Allen, who can leave the pocket and turn into a running back, couldn't do the same type of things with the ball in his hands. And on the flip side, this Bengals defense was just fantastic. I mean, these guys were hitting him. We got eight QB hits in this game. And that's what you got to do with a big fella like that who's been a little big up, banged up at times this season. You got to hit him. When he leaves the pocket, you make him feel it. When you get to him, you make him feel it. And for that, they, try, they wore these guys down just quarter by quarter. The Bengals are absolutely legit, man. And just real quick, I have to say this because I know we love other sports on this show. If the, if the Kansas City Chiefs are Roy Jones Jr. in his prime, I feel like the Bengals are Antonio Tarver. I mean, they might have the Chiefs figured out. Ooh, a little Antonio Tarver, the lefty, I believe. The good call yeah. right there, Nate. All right, listen, let's talk about these Niners right here. They just took down the Death Star mm. last night in the Dallas Cowboys, led by Brock Purdy. Look, yeah. you and Sherman Klump, I think, are in a contest for who fell in love with Miss Purdy first. But what does he have yeah. to do to get this team to the Super Bowl? That's good. Well, he's going to have to play like Hercules, 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 um, because he is going to have to have a Herculean effort in order to beat this Eagle squad. You know, this offense is built to run inside out. What do I mean by that? He, he's going to look for George Kittle in between the numbers, and then he's going to work to Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and then the complimentary players. All the while, he can hand off to guys like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but this was a good game. It wasn't a great game by Brock Purdy, but he took care of the ball. He wasn't perfect, not by any means. But you're going to have to be. When you're playing against the Eagles, they are a type of team, like we saw when they faced the Giants. You make a mistake, they are going to make you pay. So Brock Purdy is not only going to have to take care of the ball, but he's going to have to have one of those big-time plays that changes the complexion of the game. And he's done that. He's shown that. 7-0 in the league so far. He's had some big moments. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Playing in Philly against the Eagles, NFC Championship game, Purdy's going to have to play real big. It's going to be awesome. Nate, are you going to Kansas City next week? Will you be in the house? We'll be there, baby. It's going to be like 12 degrees at night. And you know I'm a tropical brother. Bundle up, my friend. But I'll be bundled up. Bundle up. (laughs) I'm sure like Roy Jones is going to play basketball before the game. I'm a tropical Thank you, Nate, very much. We appreciate you. Stay warm, man. Maybe we'll talk to you on Friday before you go on your trip. All right, coming up, another rough performance for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Draw whatever adjective you'd like. Apply it to the Cowboys. We can talk about it. We're going to break down Dallas. Plus, we still have to give out our game balls in the coming half hour. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's take a listen to what all the guys from Dallas had to say after that loss. And, of course, we're going to start with the man, Jerry Jones. I thought we were good suited to come in here and win this thing. And, uh, uh, frankly, uh, I wouldn't say surprised. Uh, I'd say just just real disappointed that uh, uh, we uh, uh, maybe couldn't make something happen even right down to the last uh, real solid series. But, about four minutes later. Would we like to have a couple more stops? Yes. We, do we need more third down conversions on offense? Yes. We could use that to red zone production. So obviously just extremely disappointed. Um, you know, this is this has been an incredible journey, you know, with this with this group of men and we just we came up short tonight to a to a very good football team. Just disappointed. As I said, I mean guys that, that played their asses off defense who gave us an opportunity to win this game, who who played their who played hard against a, a really, really good offense, a really good team and um, for us to only put up the points that we did that that's unacceptable and it starts with me and I've got to be better I mean that's no no, no other way to sugarcoat it even if the Cowboys are better next season they're going to do so with a different looking team because here's a look at just a handful of the big name players that they have set to hit free agency the one I think most notably is Tony Pollard. He's the running back on the last year of his rookie contract. He suffers a low leg fracture and a high ankle sprain in that game last night. Now he's got to go through surgery, recover, and as Ian Rappaport said earlier in the show, his recovery and back to training will butt up right against free agency in that window, which I know Jason has kind of shaken his head all day at that scenario that the running back finds himself in because the Cowboys relied on him a lot in their offense, Peter. Now he's got to come back, show that he's healthy, and either re-sign with the Cowboys, go somewhere else. But when you look at the names on that screen, what do you think? I think about the coaching staff. I think about those players might be interchangeable at some point. I think they need to bring back Dan Quinn at all costs. Mm. And I go back to 2003. I'm not sure if it's public or it was reported or what, but Sean Payton did the interview circuit. And as he was doing the interview circuit as the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones pulled him inside and said, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars. Stick around here for one more year. Dan Quinn might be the most valuable person in that building right now. And that includes the head coach. I, I think that McCarthy has won 12 games back. He's not going anywhere. And I think he's a great CEO of this thing. But Dan Quinn is the architect of one of the best defenses in the league. And you can lose a Tony Pollard in free agency. You can lose a couple offensive linemen in free agency. 
if Dan Quinn gets offered one of these other jobs, he's going to make more money. Obviously, he's going to be a head coach somewhere. But if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm walking into Dan Quinn and saying, what will it take to keep you for just one more year as our defensive coordinator? You write the blank check because we're there. We have these guys. We can't lose you. Uh, to me, Dan Quinn is the big one, and he's going to get offers. I think he will. And I wonder if Jerry can pull out the checkbook and say, hey, don't run to just the first job available. You'll have offers next year, too. What would it take to keep you as defensive coordinator? Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Dan Quinn, a name that's been hot the last few seasons. But I will say, even with Dan Quinn, they've fallen short. And a lot of it is they need more weapons probably on the offensive side of the ball. And I think starting with that is getting Tony Pollard to come back into that building. I know he got injured yesterday, and there's going to be probably a surgery and some recovery that has to take place this offseason, but their offense, without Tony Pollard yesterday, like they didn't know which way to go. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb was the guy who performed well, had over 100 yards in that game. Nobody else on the Dallas offense had over 30 yards mm. of offense. Nobody. And so you look at it, they need to bring Tony Pollard back. They probably need another receiver alongside CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup will be healthier next season, but as much as they need Dan Quinn back, they're going to need Tony Pollard as well on that offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think for everybody in that building, like I think they need a like 48-hour cooling off period before you make any decisions. Like this is, I, I feel like everybody in that organization right now is extremely emotional after this loss, uh, and certainly no more than Tony Pollard with that injury. I, I feel like for Zeke, th this could be interesting yeah. how they go forward with Zeke because with Tony being hurt and you know who knows what his free agency thing is going to look like, Zeke's getting paid a lot of money, and you know what, he's not carrying the load like he used to when he earned that contract. So this could be a very interesting offseason for that running back group. Yeah, the dollars per carry conversation seems to rain heavy on Cowboys fans, especially on a day like today after their season ends. Mm. All right, well, Silva, you're hanging with us on the West Coast. How are you this mm -hmm. morning, my friend? And please talk to us about one of the teams still remaining in the postseason. Yeah, a team that Cowboys fans are not happy are still in the playoffs and fighting for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Of course, we're talking about the Eagles, who they have made the Super Bowl each of the previous two seasons that they were a top seed. With another win, they'll make it three straight trips. Our very own Stacey Dales was in Philadelphia and spoke with Lane Johnson, who, by the way, battled a very serious injury to get back on the field and was there to get that impressive win over the Giants. Four weeks ago, a torn adductor. Yeah. It's like you're superhuman. What have you gone through? Uh, it, it was rough, like the first quarter, like sitting on a bull rush. But after that, it loosened up and uh, got some advice. From, I think Cam Jordan went through something similar with the Saints, so yeah. I hit him up for some advice, but I felt good. How rough was it? How did it feel? I, it was stiff a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't loosen up, but uh, wasn't as bad as, as what I thought it was going to be. All right, bud. How, how excited about the NFC Championship are you? Very excited. Very excited. Recover and uh, get back to practice. Fly Eagles, fly, and boomer sooner. Thank you. Yeah, of course, Stacey had to throw that in there. As for the team the Eagles beat, the Giants, they now head into their offseason with some question marks. One of the biggest ones is the future of Daniel Jones. Do they view him as their franchise quarterback, or will they look to move in a different direction? Well, Jones talked to reporters on Sunday about his uncertain future with the G-Men. Yeah, I think we'll cross that bridge when, when we get there. You know, it's all still very fresh from last night, and I think that's been, you know, what we've talked about to this point. So, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of those conversations to be had down the road. You know, I've really enjoyed being here. I have nothing but love and respect for, for this organization. You know, I'd, I'd love to be back, but, you know, we'll see. And, and there's a business side of it, too. So very grateful to, to be here and, and be a part of it.
The Giants also have to worry about another pending free agent, running back Saquon Barkley. But Saquon has said he does not want to reset the running back market. Now, we still have to see what happens with their future. We also have to see what's in store for one Devin McCourty, who came to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and worked here at NFL Network and looked pretty, pretty good there wearing the pancake makeup and this nice suit. Yeah, Will, there was an esteemed uh, media critic recently said that stock is up in the McCourty Media Group because mm. the brothers are ooh, everywhere. They're doing great ooh. stuff on television. Jason's already well established. We love that. But Dev was that with our game day morning crew out in L.A. And he was asked about the most emotional game he has ever played in. And he had kind of a sweet answer. Take a look. I was very fortunate to get to play with my brother. And first year he comes there, we start off, we win our first game, then we lose two straight. And I'm like, man, this guy's ending our run. He's bad luck. <laughs> and then we get all the way to the end. We get to the end of that 2018 season. We're playing the AFC Championship on the road in Kansas City. And everyone's talking about all this hype. Twins going to the Super Bowl. Twins winning the Super Bowl. And I'm sitting here like, this guy's never been to the playoffs. Can y'all stop putting right, all right, this right. pressure on him? Um, but it was a unbelievable ride. I just think the emotions of being in that game and then the celebration after the game. Hugging each other, yelling yeah. we're going to the Super Bowl. Playing the NFL is a kid's dream. I did it with my twin brother. Uh, crazy emotions, man. I enjoyed it. I'm tired of this guy. No, I'm not. I love hearing he's it. On, I like the good He's I on TV. He's making it on this show. This is the second time today yeah. we've talked about him, but um, Turtleneck looked good. It was kind of big up top, but he did a really good job, and uh, I'm happy he brought that game up because I got him his third Super Bowl. <laughs> he talked about how I was going to perform in the playoffs. I had a pretty big play in the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. so, uh, but no, it was fun to watch Dev. Uh, dove, dove into the media side a little bit, made a mention of Brady on the Tennessee Titans. Everybody went crazy. Dev has no idea what the hell Brady's going <laughs> Don't do that. Um, we need the news. He has no doing? idea what the hell Brady's going to do. Don't put a pin in that. He doesn't even know what he's going to do. There goes our um, segment for Wednesday. I know. 9C out. Dude, Devin said. Oh, wait. Jason said he is. All your teammate says he's going to the Titans. I'm ready to have a take, and you're telling me he doesn't know anything, huh? Doesn't know anything. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. He's looking out for it. He is his brother's keeper. He has a nice smile on TV, though, so he did, he did good with that. I've, I've taught guy. him well over yeah. my six months of experience. Excellent. <laughs> I love listening to the McCormick's talk. All right, coming up, we've got some game balls to give out. Whose divisional round performance was most deserving that you're going to ship them up, send them a game ball from over the weekend? You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. for GMFB okay. Game Ball, where we highlight top performers from over any weekend. This happens to be divisional round mm. Game Ball. So, Kyle, if I could throw this ball right through the camera to you, I would, but I won't because I like the camera too much. Uh, game Ball, who do you got this weekend? Uh, I'm going to make this simple. I'm in here in Buffalo, and I'm going to hand it to the guy who came into this town and just wrecked the place, uh, Joe Burrow. And it wasn't enough that Joe Burrow was so cool and so good and so efficient. I think everyone right now in their 40s and 50s kind of just is obsessed with Burrow as a symbol of what is cool for the young people, the next generation. So he leans into that. And how does he come out after the game? What is he wearing after the game to, to, to tip the cap? Bam, 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 bam. Guys, the Seinfeld sweatpants. We have even have the baseline. Uh, that's a show that went off the air when Joe Burrow was two, and you saw he, somehow he just has us in the palm of our hands, and everybody's making references, and Seinfeld guy is out, and he left the stadium, and he went and witnessed the surgery, and he dropped a junior mint into it, and Jerry said, how can you do that? He said, they're junior mints! And Joe Burrow is just everybody coming up cool. He gets my game ball and my junior mints. We're not even going to ask if you are also wearing Seinfeld pants as you sit in that little square box of yours in Buffalo, Kyle, but I bet you are. Um, all right, game ball, divisional round. Peter, you get to go first. Good quarterback play there from Joe Burrow. Maybe the best of the weekend, but my game ball goes to number four for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chad Henney, you're telling me you're coming in with 98 yards to go uh, with an injured Patrick Mahomes and with just complete poise, complete grace, the 37-year-old backup quarterback who did not take a snap all season comes in and leads the Chiefs to a touchdown drive to end the half and get them back above water so that Mahomes can come back and finish the job. Chad, if you told anyone in August that Chad Henney would do this again in the divisional round for the second time in his career, you would say that they were crazy. Who else has a Chad Henney Chiefs jersey than me? Nobody. Jason McCourty beat me on game ball. Yes, no, no, no one else has a Chad Henney jersey for his one drive. He got Peter's game ball. I am going with Bengals defensive back Mike Hilton. This guy mm. undrafted in 2016 to the... Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the best slot corners in the NFL, one of the best blitzers. Eight tackles yesterday, one pass breakup, one tackle for loss, and two quarterback hits. He was all over the field making big hits, running around, making plays, and he has done that all season long for the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the most underrated defensive backs in the NFL. I'm going with Mike Hilton. Got it done 
for his guys. I yeah. like it. I killed him with the express checkout right there. Sorry, I'm going to have to give somebody a game ball. I know you're not going to want to have to watch it because this guy falls on the list of running backs that have scored r rushing touchdowns against the Giants oh, in the postseason. That going. list exists, and Boston there. Scott is on it because he had himself a day for the Philadelphia Eagles. Boston Scott, one of my favorite things is when matchups come out in the postseason, like the, the Twitter memes that emerge then are unbelievable. Like the girl spitting the water out. It says, when Boston Scott finds out that he gets to play the Giants in the postseason, spits water out of his cup because he's so excited. Death, taxes, and Boston Scott scoring rushing touchdowns against the Giants in the postseason. It's a great stat. It's a great stat. He's got 10. Okay, it's a long list. Emmett Smith at the top. Jim Brown at the dozen. Logos. I see a lot of Hall of Fame logos. Now he ties no. Ezekiel Elliott. And, yeah, Sirianni made the decision, hand one the ball yard. to Boston Scott as much as possible, yeah. give him 10. I know he did it on purpose. Just one, to one yard line. Is that one of those things that people are going to be mad at him about? All right. <laughs> I'm not mad. Boston Scott, you got my game ball. Yeah, they call him the Giants later, I think. Yeah, New York team goes down by a guy named Boston in Dallas. All right, was not their night. Let's go on to the Cincinnati Bengals because it was your night, and I'm giving the game ball to the entire Bengals O-line. I'm going to give one to Frank Pollock, too, the offensive line coach. When you look at what this offensive line did, they've lost a, a starter three weeks in a row. Lyle Collins goes down. All right, Jonah Williams goes down. Alex Kappa goes down. And yet these guys stepped up. And when you look at what, uh, look, Akeem Adeniji has done a great job stepping in at right tackle. He's played there before. But Jackson Carmen specifically. For Jackson Carmen to do that, they were so physical. Manhandle, it's impressive what he did at left tackle, making his very first start at that position for Jonah Williams. Uh, shout out to those bear, those cats right there. I'm going to call you the Thundercats. Snarf, oh. snarf. What was that noise you just snarf, You snarf? never watched Thundercats. Nope. You would okay. know. Kyle, uh, you're still in Buffalo, and you still have to drive home. So God bless you, man. And please tell us more about the game and how it went for your family yesterday. Check the speed limit. <laughs> I, I just uh, believe me I'll probably get another speeding ticket on the way home I, I just want to say thank you thank you to the entire western New York community they, they love football they love good morning football they welcomed my, myself my wife my two kids with open arms literally with hugs that is a, a, a girl from southern California and two kids born in southern California 3,000 miles from home in buffalo gear in the snow incredible people incredible atmosphere thank you so much uh, I love you and good morning football loves you guys that's awesome. Well done, Brant family. Drive home <laughs> safe, all right? Peter, what do you got? From all that warm and fuzzy, and Kyle, safe trip <laughs> home. We'll see you tomorrow. To Nick Sirianni, mean mugging on the sidelines. I got to give this some love here. I feel like there's a place in the show, and then I want to shout out Sirianni's boy, Ted Rath. How about sleeveless Ted Rath, vice president of player performance? Tatted Gotta up. show the dream catcher. Are you serious? <laughs> this is what the Eagles have going on right now. I think about about me in a button-down shirt and a red jersey right now while Ted Rath is sitting there sleeveless. Sirianni got all the press. I thought Ted Rath deserves a little bit of love. When you see that from, oh, I don't know, the vice president of player performance, what's your reaction to that? Why doesn't he have on a full hoodie? <laughs> Why? Who cut the sleeves? <laughs> but is this not symbolic of the Eagles right now and their no, fans? No, now when a Giants player runs him over on the sideline, oh. it's a penalty. It's going to be the player's fault. Back up off the sideline. That you is, are not playing in the game, the buddy. That's the Eagles right now. That's the, no one believes in that's us. That's very gonna, true. Here we I'm, go. I'm with gonna, you on that. I'm with you on that. Sirianni mead mugging, but Sean. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody's got to have a sideline, you know, meathead. You know, and, and <laughs> hey. that's him. Uh, the Kyle's our sideline. <laughs> 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 what you got? Why does Everyone the Eagles VP of player performance? 
performance show up like he's at a Godsmack concert. That tattoo Thank on the you. left arm, are you kidding Thank me? You. I stand alone. I love that guy, Peter. That's my man. Great. Sorry, Kyle's kids. You're going to have to listen to Godsmack your entire drive no-no. Oh, now yes. that Kyle That's made right. the Godsmack yeah. reference on. What's the playlist? We're going to listen to the Scorpion King Daddy, soundtrack. Daddy, are we there yet? i got to go to the bathroom. Ted Rath, uh, thank Shout you for inspiring 9E and good morning football. There are no other head scratches after that. That just, that was it. That was the radio work. My head scratcher is how did it take so long to find out that that was McVeigh's guy? (laughs) (laughs) Peter, when you said that, Jason and I looked at each other, we were like, there it is. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.